All right, we're getting funky this Friday. How are you? It's Friday, May 7th, 2021. To my listeners in the United States and around the world, welcome to We Live on a Planet. I am your host, Patrick. This is episode 480 in the works, give or take. I don't think it's... I think I'm off on my math. I've said that many times, numerous. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're putting out a podcast. I didn't put one out May 3rd, Monday. I was struggling a little bit mentally. And uh, it's hard to push this button when I'm struggling like that. I'm just, my mental health is a roller coaster still, even though I'm medicated. It's just, uh, you're listening to a bit of Garage Band tune I made. I've been making lots of funky beats lately. It was fun. This one's a little repetitive. I'm going to turn this one down a little bit right now so we can put one in for the archives of the weather. It's 39 degrees Fahrenheit currently in upstate New York. Feels like 39, where the highs are only going to be about 48 degrees Fahrenheit. Winds are out of the southeast, 3 miles per hour. Rain around 3 p.m. today. I um, have a show to get, I think, a good one. When we come back, we'll dive right into the quote, and I got a phone call to play for you, and then I want to play a little snippet of my backyard this morning. So stick around. We'll be right back. My music just ended all abruptly. Hey, I, even though I've got 480 in a... In, the can I still hey it's still I'm just a small fish in a big big pond here (laughs) the roadcaster makes it so fun though I'm able to just use my roadcaster pro and play that garage band right with my phone sitting next to me my phone is linked up via bluetooth to my roadcaster pro and it just uh, makes so easy speaking of that before we dive into our quote I'm going to do things a little different. Take a peek or take a peek. (laughs) You can't peek at anything. Take a listen to my backyard this morning. Uh, Hopefully I got the sound okay for you so I don't blast out your ears. But this was at 5.31 a.m. They're waking up, huh? They're saying, hello, world. Sounds so tropical. This is just going to cut out, too, once the birds are done. But yeah, I thought I'd just share that in my backyard. It's a nice way to wake up hearing all those birds singing. They're, that's using Voice Record Pro. Uh an app I have and I was able to just push that little button and record those beautiful birds singing good morning to me this morning all right here's our quote and uh I need to take heed to this quote myself and I think that um maybe that's what was happening I don't know Monday Monday was Monday what can I say Monday Monday was kind of blue for me But this is from Lisa Hayes, and she says, be careful how you are listening, or excuse me, be careful how you are talking to yourself because you are listening 
Lisa Hayes. Yeah, be careful. Let's uh, try that one more time because I screwed that up. <laughs> be careful how you are talking to yourself because you are listening, Lisa Hayes. And that's true. I, even though I have almost 500 episodes, it's like I said, it's hard to come out here because I want to be entertaining. But yet, when I'm feeling a certain way, it's hard to push this button. It's hard to, to, to be vulnerable, I guess. And I know that's one of the things that you guys like. I, you know, I, I know you appreciate my honesty and everything like that. But there's some days I just, I don't want to share too much. I, it's hard. And then I don't want the show to be all down i've put enough podcasts of these almost 500 out where i've pushed that red button where i was down and depressed and they're kind of debbie downer um podcasts and i want to try to be upbeat but i also want to be real so i just was struggling and i was listening to myself too much and uh my brain was telling me it was just second-guessing everything, second-guessing the podcast, second-guessing myself. And, um, yeah, enough of that. My mower, if you follow the show, my mower is fixed. Hurrah! Do I get anything for that? No? There we go. <laughs> By now, you'd think I, I, the producer would know what button does what here on the Roadcaster Pro. Um, but, yeah, the mower is fixed, so... It ended up being the shaft was bent. Oh, bummer. I was hoping it was just going to be the the blade, but uh, it was able to get fixed. Now I got to try to mow today before it rains and get some trimming in. Right now, if you can hear it in my voice, I've got a little bit of the allergies going. Hay fever, my, I've got some congestion and my, my head is kind of full. Tis the season here around upstate New or central New York, upstate New York region. What can you do? It is what it is. All right, stick around when we come back. We'll ramble on some more and then we'll learn stuff, I promise. We'll be right back. We are back. I had to actually take a break too to clear my throat. I had, I'm like all wheezy from the hay fever and so. I didn't want to clear my throat on the to you. Man, I'll tell you what. May is full of birthdays from my family and friends on Facebook. But it was my wife's birthday, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. And it happened to be her sister's, my sister-in-law. But her sister's birthday, they're five years difference. Five years apart, fifth day of the month. So I thought that was kind of neat she had her birthday my other sister-in-law's birthday was uh sunday my mother-in-law's birthday was the first my youngest daughter's birthday's the 13th my other sister-in-law's birthday's the 17th yeah it's just uh full of birthday months and it was really neat a friend of ours made some custom cookies she's got a shop right here in oswego out of her house and she's making custom cookies and I graduated with her husband and she nailed them 
they are perfect. And what I wanted them would to be were uh, ohm, like henna style cookies, and they're they just came out perfect. My wife loves the ohm symbol and all that henna look, and Sandy just nailed these cookies. Sandy's custom cookies right here in Oswego, New York, and she nailed them. So congratulations, Sandy. Thank you so much. We we really we love them. They were awesome, and uh, not only were they beautiful, they tasted good too. Yay! That's always good too because you want them to look good, but you want them to taste good too, and they tasted really, really, really good. You know, I was saying how I struggled a little bit with my mental health. I never got to talk to my therapist. If you do follow the show, you know I, I see a doctor and I talk to a therapist once a month, but my therapist has, he keeps rescheduling on me. And it's not me, it's him. And I, if you do know, if you do follow the show, you know that that's not the first time that's happened to me. And it's been kind of a bummer. And the first couple times I'm like, okay, things happen and it keeps happening. and. You know, I, I'll get mentally prepared to talk to him about what I want to talk about, and then he'll reschedule. So it's, it is what it is. I have you guys, and so that's good. But I do feel like I'm bouncing around a little bit today, so I apologize for that. Um, and my brain, it's still just a little fo- I'm I'm kind of foggy. Okay, what did I talk about? Yeah, oh, you know what else we did? On my wife's birthday, we did a float, which was really nice, at Aqua Spa Float Center. And I really was hoping that float was going to help my shoulder because I am still struggling with my shoulder. I have completely taken a break from the push-ups until my upper body shoulder feels better. It's only on my right side. And... It's not as bad as it was. It's not 100%, but it's weird. You know what? My shoulder's sore because my mental health hurt my physical health. Does that make sense? It's like, what? WTF? Because what happened was I was getting, becoming into a mania, and I was, wasn't doing, I was just excessive, excessive on the push-ups, excessive, and that's the way... My brain will work. I was just going and going and going, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, this, I guess it's an injury comes up, and then I I can't do it anymore. And I want to so bad, but I want to let it rest. And then I did try to do it, and then that didn't seem to be working. So I think the next step is at Aqua Spa, they do have a cryo tank where it goes to like negative 20 degrees, Fahrenheit or negative 30 degrees you're only in there for up three minutes tops if I could do a minute I'd be happy but it brings your it down that cold with liquid nitrogen and gases and you get in this cryo tank which is actually called a chamber because it's like a booth you walk in and they close the door and your head is out you they put you have wear gloves and boots like uh neoprene type booties but other than that you are you know just in your skivvies and it's supposedly have really really beneficial effects to your health and so I want to try the cryo tank next it's amazing that we have that right here 
and Oswego, New York offered to us. All right, stick around. We'll be right back. Just like that, we're back. Thank you for stopping back, even though this is kind of a... I've said it before where all of a sudden I'll think in myself that the show is pear-shaped, but and then it end up... I'll have people say, oh, that was a really good show. So I have to remember what Lisa Hayes said. And at the beginning of this show, be careful how you are talking to yourself because you are listening. And I'm glad people are listening. One of my friends, Radio Mylar, was listening just the other day when I was testing out my Oklahoma smokes. I smoked an Oklahoma smoke on air, which is an all-natural tobacco free smoke which is it's all hemp no nicotine no tobacco just hemp and Oklahoma smokes was kind enough to send me a pack and I tried them on the air and uh, this is what Radio Mylar had to say line one dude you have got to start doing more Patrick reviews things on your show. That is the first time I have ever heard anyone smoking anything on a podcast. So that was a first for me. And it was like right up close to the microphone so you could hear all the crackling and the hissing. And the, it was neat, it was like an ASMR video, but for podcasting. Anyway, uh, yeah, cool, do, do more of that things. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, this is Mylar, by the way, hi. My friend Radio Mylar, also from a podcast called Canadian Politics is Boring, which that podcast is far from boring. Thank you, Radio Mylar, for calling in. That makes me feel so warm inside. He used Anchor. You can use Anchor to leave a voice message to me. Or if you don't, here's a perfect time for me to plug my, my website. If you don't have the Anchor app, you can go to my website, WLOAP.com. There's a little phone button. Push that, and you can leave me a voice message. Okay, here we are. Here's one for Radio Mylar. Let me let me tr do another testing, and what I'm going to be testing is an albuterol sulfate inhaler because I need it right now. And um, the, the allergies, the hay fever, and... Um, Believe it or not, I'm one of those walking oxymorons, born with asthma, you know, have asthma and everything, and then I'm a child of the 70s and 80s, and so smoking just was pushed down your throat, and so I started smoking at a very early age, and that's one of those habits that I've picked up and stopped and picked up and stopped and whatever, and it makes no sense because I smoke, but I have asthma, and I'm trying to kick the habit, and I've really been... Mm, struggling so but right now I'm a little wheezy yeah let's try the albuterol inhaler and see if we can knock knock that out whoa that was like a shot I'm inhaling it oh yeah Oh, yeah, that got the wheeze. It's gone. I just, all I needed was one shot. Wheeze is gone. Feel a little better. Yeah. I think I'll need to put one of those albuterol inhalers in my scuba gear bag. I am, can't wait to get into the water in scuba. But I, I think I'll 
I, it only, my asthma only flares up really now, like when the season is up like it is right now, if I end up smoking too much, which I shouldn't be doing in the first place, or a lot of exercise. So, but Radio Miler is saying that was the first time he heard any, anybody smoke anything or do any review. That's interesting. So now we got an albuterol in the can next time. Maybe, I'll, who knows what, what I could review. Maybe, um, probably I could, I could always review that. <laughs> I wouldn't be the first to smoke, smoke weed on the, on a podcast, so I don't think. There's so many podcasts. Yeah, Joe Rogan smoked weed with Elon Musk. Speaking of Elon Musk, he's going to be Saturday Night Live's guest host this Saturday, so I'm going to have to take a nap on Saturday so I can stay awake to watch that show because I haven't watched Saturday Night Live in quite a while. Um, it's something I grew up watching. It was a staple in my life, and I... I still will watch it occasional if I can sit up that late but he's going to be the host and my I'm just be curious and not judgmental you know how I always say that I'm curious I'm curious I'm like what does Elon Musk have to do with Saturday Night Live he's not a comedian he's not a uh, movie star or anything he just happens to be the richest man in the world because I think he beat out Jeff Bezos just recently maybe not I don't know don't don't quote me on that <sighs> Saturday Night Live Okay, we'll be right back. Is that the is that the only sound we had to come back? No. We have plenty of them. We have plenty. It just happens to be the easy. Oh, so you're taking the easy way. It happens to be the easiest, shiniest button to push to come back. Uh, we, we are at the fact site. Instead of me just rambling on, we're going to learn seven succulent facts about the star fruit why not why not learn about the star fruit this is from becca marsh over at the fact site and uh becca was so nice and kind to do a bunch of research for us and just like my intro she's making it easy and uh the star fruit is also known as the cambriola it's a beautiful funky looking fruit with bright yellow colored ridges the fruit resembles a star yeah number one let's see the star fruit comes from Sri Lanka and Southeast Asia I've only had a star fruit like one time in my life I think and it was more for just decoration I think I ate it and somebody's like why did you eat that that's just for decoration on the plate I was like oh I don't know <laughs> I'm, I've, I remember being at uh, on our honeymoon we went to Jamaica and we were in a sandals and one night we went to the Fufi restaurant and there was more silver on the, on the table than I knew what to do with. So I did come from a tiny little town and my city is only 18,000. So there's, we, we don't even have a Dairy Queen or a Sonic or anything in my, my city. All right. Um, it's, it was in Sri Lanka and Southeast Asia, the star fruit. Um, the tree is mostly found in the tropical areas around the region, but it can also be found in the uh, South Pacific, Micronesia, and Caribbean. We have a listener from Micronesia we used to. His name is Patrick. Hey, Patrick, if you're still listening. Starfruit, and I was like, I had to, I never knew where Micronesia was until he called in one day saying he was listening from Micronesia. Had to look it up. 
Uh, it says the starfruit tree looked more like a bush with a short, thick trunk. The tree can grow as wide as a as it can tall. Wow. <laughs> Holy cow. The average size of a full-grown tree can be between 25 and 30 feet, or 7.5 to 9 meters in height, and 25 to 20 to 25 feet in width, or 6 to 7.5 meters. Wow. They start to produce fruit only after three to four years and live for around 40 years in the wild. One tree can produce 200 to 400 pounds or, nine, or 90 to 180 kilograms of fruit a year. It is named after its shape. That's pretty obvious if you see the star shroop, although the fruit's official name is the Cambriola, like I said. It's most commonly known as star fruit. It's also known as the Brim, Brimby, Brimbobby, Brimbobby. I think I'm saying that totally wrong. Yeah, probably. If if you follow the show, I would have to say something incorrectly. That's just the way the show is. The star fruit is light green and often yellow in color, which adds to its popular nickname. Yeah, yellow star. Star fruit is used in medicine, which is pretty neat. Star fruit is quite often found within traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicine which comes from the roots of traditional Indian medicine. My wife was taking some online Ayurvedic courses and is going to be getting back into her Ayurvedic practice, and that's what she wants to do. She's been a nurse for 30-plus years and would like to go into Ayurvedic practice. So I thought that was kind of neat to know that they can use that and the fruit can be used to aid in a uh, process of uh, un Getting, un, getting your body, body water of unwanted water, it says, it is also believed the star fruit can help with fevers, cough, skin inflammation, diarrhea, and jaundice. Jaundice. Whenever I think of jaundice, I back in the day, like a long time ago, they used to call jaundice yellow jaundice when a baby had it. And jaundice means yellow. So if I'm pretty, if I'm correct on that, so you'd be saying yellow, yellow. So I'm not, no, so. The roots and the leaves of the star fruit tree are often used in treatment for ringworm infection, chickenpox, and headaches. Wow. Star fruit is rich in nutrients. It's a good, uh, full of B2, B6, B9, and vitamin C. Also, minerals such as zinc, iron, phosphorus, and potassium. You also find magnesium, uh, potassium, fo uh, potassium, folate, protein, and fiber obviously it's going to be um but it does say eating a star fruit is dangerous for some people it is advised to anyone who suffers from renal problems such as kidney disease should avoid the fruit yeah i think that's about good we did some facts about the star fruit i don't think we need to go through all seven of them but yeah one tree can produce 200 to 400 pounds of fruit a year. Groovy. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Did you come back? You did? Groovy. Did you fast forward to this part? That's fine. Because we're at this day of history. Over at thehistorychannel.com. 
Here's what happened on May 7th. Just a little potpourri. We're going to skim the fat of the gravy. On this day, May 7th in 1994, Norway's most famous painting, The Screen, by Edvard Munch, is recovered almost three months after it was stolen from a museum in Oslo. You know that painting, The Screen. Now, I am, like I said earlier, I come from a small town. I live in a small city. I'm not a cultured guy, but I... I feel, you know, I'm educated enough, I, but when it comes to, like, fine art, when I just opened this up and saw about that picture of the screen and it said Edward Munch, I'm like, um, I thought that was Van Gogh. <laughs> That's how cultured I am. There's only a handful of paintings I could name in offhand. The Scream, which I thought was Van Gogh. A Starry Night, which is Van Gogh. I think, uh, the Mona Lisa and like the last supper. And those are like the only famous paintings I can think of. And I thought the scream was, yeah, Edvard Munch. I'm like, who's that? He's the one who painted scream. Okay. Moving right along. They ended up getting it and there's a big story all about it and you can, open up the History Channel's app and find out more about that. Uh, here's one, 18, eight, or 1843 in immigration. The first Japanese immigrant arrives in the United States. Called the U.S.'s first ambassador to Japan, a 14-year-old fisherman by the name of Manjiro is considered America's first Japanese immigrant, arriving in the country on May 7, 1843, by way of a whaling ship. His story is pretty interesting because he goes back and becomes a goes back to Japan, becomes a samurai, all this type of stuff. So you can come or learn more about that. Uh, art literature and film history, which apparently I need to learn more of. I was always terrible at of art literature part in trivia pursuit, but Beethoven's symphony in 1824, Beethoven's Symphony Number no. Nine debuts. Probably one of his most famous. I can't play any snippet of it. Or can I play any snippet of, in 1965, Satisfaction comes to Keith Richards in his sleep. In the early morning hours of May 7th in 1965, a bleary-eyed Keith Richard, which doesn't surprise me that he's bleary-eyed back then, he is now, he awoke, grabbed a tape recorder, and laid down one of the greatest pop hooks of all time, the opening rift of I Can't Get No Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. Uh, Native American history, 1763, Ottawa Chief's Pontiac Rebellion against the British begins. Chief Pontiac has his, uh, there's some roots right here in Oswego, New York, Fort Ontario. On this day of history, actually May 5th, the other day, May 4th, 5th, and 6th, was the Battle of Oswego here in 1814 during the War of 1812. So uh, we commemorate that here in our town at Fort Ontario. Flags are laid out where they believe that um, bodies, uh, believe, were fallen on the field near the fort, on and around. It was a three-day battle. You can learn more about that, too, um, over at Fort Ontario. Um, okay, what else do we have? And that's right here in my hometown that we were during War of 1812, and that was during 1814, like I said. 
I used to be very active at the fort for three or four years, and I used to do reenactments and battles and historical tours, uh, guided tours, and I knew the history of that fort inside and out, back and front. It's one of those things, though, if you don't use it a lot, you lose it. So a lot of those history, since I'm not regurgitating it all the time, um, it would come back to me. But uh, right now, I do know, though, though that is was on our date. All right, moving along. Art literature and film history, 1901. Gary Cooper is born. You know, I've only heard of his name, never saw a movie or, or anything that Gary Cooper, but he's famous, Gary Cooper. Uh, 1902, Mount Pelee begins to erupt, bearing a Caribbean city, 1902. In crime, in 1896, serial killer H.H. H. Holmes is hanged in Philadelphia. Dr. H.H. H. Holmes, one of America's first well-known serial killers, is hanged to death in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And stick around. When we come back, there's a little bit more history. We'll be right back. And welcome back. I didn't want to go over my time slot. I was looking down at the Roadcaster Pro, realized that I was rambling on. I try to do these in five or six-minute segments. I was rambling on. Okay, we were just talked about the serial killer H. H. Holmes. Never heard of him, but you can find out more about him if you are into that kind of stuff. Here's one for the Cold War, 1960. Uh, Leonid Brezhnev becomes president of the USSR. Yep. Uh, 1998. Daimler Benz announces the purchase of the Chrysler Corp. I worked for Daimler and Chrysler for quite a few years. And uh, I still have luggage from Daimler. I had a lot of stuff that I would get from Daimler, like a, dr a Dremel tool, um, all kinds of useless things that I, but the luggage still, I still have. And then uh, what else do we have? Finishing up World War II, 1945 German. Germany surrenders unconditionally to the Allies at Reims. Yeah, that's a good one then. All right, that was fun. We learned a little bit of something. We got a little wrinkle on our brain, kind of. A little wrinkle on our brain. And, uh, that was easy. yeah, that was easy. It was fun coming out and talking to you. I have to be careful how I'm talking to myself because I'm listening and I listen too much and I do too much. There's a lot of monkey chatter that goes on in my brain. It's what I like to call it, monkey chatter, that nonsense that um, tells you things that just ain't true. And coming out talking to you helps me more than you know. And then hearing from you, that gives me encouragement too. So thank you, Radio Mother, for taking that time out of your day to give We Live on a Planet a shout because I know you're busy with your podcast, Canadian Politics is Boring, and that is just blowing up. I know I've talked about it more than once, but it's good. Um, finishing off to Oklahoma Smokes, thank you for sending me that pack. I just wanted to shout out them again. Vic, he reached out to me the other day, was uh, telling me he was going to tune into the podcast to listen to the episode. So, Vic, if you're listening to this one too, thank you. I appreciate it. Maybe one was not enough of We Live on a Planet. That's what I'm always hoping. 
with you that you tell a friend as well, because that's one of the ways that We Live on Planet grows more feet by word of mouth. I can only do so much advertisement and business cards and everybody here in my city knows and my family knows and my friends know and yeah. So I think that about sums it up. We had a good show. It was fun. Nice to talk to you. Once again, we're going to just finish off with our quote. Be careful how you are talking to yourself because you are listening. And once again, do your best to stay curious and not judgmental today. And thank you for your time. The most valuable gift you could ever give me is your time because I can never give it back. All right, my friends, peace.